You're listening to the Nth Cast. This is episode 34. I'm Josh. I'm JD. What are we? What are we doing? I don't know. We. I thought we did this already. I feel like we've done this a lot. I. I thought we recorded episode 34 last Thursday. Did we? Weren't we supposed to? We were supposed to. We, but we were supposed to. We, we, yeah. But well, it didn't happen. Well, see, you see what happened was. Oh. <laughs> what happened was we had this idea of something we to do. We did have an idea. And I think the more we thought about it, the more we are like, I feel like we're forcing this. I I think what happened is you pushed out. You think that's, that's what, what th- it is? That's exactly what I happened. I think we just didn't have a plan. <laughs> so next time if we have a plan, I won't push out. Uh, so the plan was we were going to basically watch a movie live, right, and give live commentary where you uh, couldn't hear the sound though. A la MSK, yeah. no mystery no. science. MSK. I haven't had a lot to drink already. <laughs> Did you? I'm not a good. I'm not good with abbreviation. No, well, I mean those are terrible. Just call it what it's called. You know what's sad about Mystery Science Theater Theater 3000? What? I've actually seen some of those movies by themselves. Me too. And like, like but, Mano's Hands of Fate. Well, you have to watch Mano's Hands of Fate. It's, I, it's supposed to be the worst had, movie ever. We had that in the video store. Well, did you watch, watch it, it? Did you watch it in the video store? Did you take it home? Oh no, we watched it there. We would um, we'd put movies on. Sure. Uh, you put we close. Oh, after you close, I'll say like while people were there, <laughs> yeah, well, you had Mano's Hands of Fate on. No. Oh, well, in the mornings we did. Actually. That's awesome. Well, because we opened at 10 and people didn't come in until after lunch. Sure. So while you were rewinding films, there you was just that put that fa- one on? <laughs> yes. Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> there was that phase where uh, Hollywood video stayed open till 2 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And that was the worst decision ever. So as soon That's as... Mid- t- yeah. It was so dumb. We never got anybody. And the only people we ever got was we- like... Drunkies. One time we got this guy. Pretty sure he thought he was a vampire. Awesome. And I, I don't know. I don't know why he was coming to rent a movie. Did he have on like a cape and everything? Uh, no, he had the teeth. <gasps> really? He had the teeth, like fake like a, or like real teeth? Well, he had like a the poofy shirt. Oh, uh, like yeah. The <laughs> with the cuff sticking out yes. of this. Yes, it's very ornate. I've done that before. Have you? No, 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 no. You should. You should be doing that. Like I should when we record. I should. I used to wear my tux out like to go bowling, just for kicks. What? What? Okay, this is a dumb story, but you have to buy Wait, it. Hold on. We haven't even told him what we're going to talk about. Okay, should we do we, that first? Yeah, we should. Okay, let's tell him so what we're going to talk about. So many people, that, oh, what is this shit? I know. I'm sorry, guys. We we messed up by not telling you what we're doing. What are we doing? Well, we got off track because we were telling them what we we were telling them what we were going to do, but didn't happen. But didn't happen. So instead of live commentary during a film, we watched a film to talk about today. We we did. Yes, and it was one that I had seen before. You hadn't. Never. And we're going to talk about it. Yeah. As extends. It's a Cronenberg film. David Cronenberg. It is a trippy film and it is on Netflix and it is about virtual reality gaming. Yes. And so this episode, we're going to talk about primarily, primarily gaming. Yeah. So we'll talk about the movie. We'll maybe talk about our favorite uh, video game adaptations. Maybe some of them coming up. Sure. Uh, maybe some of the old game consoles that we had. Might as well. Uh, kind of reminisce a little bit. We yeah. seem to be doing uh, retrospective episodes as of late. Yeah, so this is our retrospective as gamers. It is. And I thought, um, you know, maybe we should hold this 
until Pixels, Pixels came out. But then I said, no, because I'm not planning on seeing Thank Pixels. God. The only way I would see Pixels is if my kids wanted to see it. But Would I, you take them to see Pixels? No. I don't know. I, no, you, no. 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 Is it, and is it because of the the material or the fact that no one should go see Pixels? Well, they're going to go see Pixels with their mother. So that's why I'm not oh, taking them to right. see it. I took them to see Minions, which is excellent. Was film. it good? Oh yeah. Okay. I loved it. Hmm. And they and I asked the my boys and they liked it much better than Inside Out, is what they said. Which doesn't surprise me because Inside Out is a little mature for them, but they loved Minions. And the soundtrack was killer. Like it was a lot of sixties, seventies classic rock. Oh, cool. So it was it was really good flick. I think I'm gonna take the family to go see that tomorrow. You should. Uh, so we're going to talk games. Uh, I think we're going to talk a little bit of uh, SDCC. We little, might as well. Everybody else is. We, we, we didn't go. No. Next year. Go. Are I we have, going next year? I have decided that one year we're going, and I think it needs to be next year. Next year. And then the year after. And the year after. I thought for sure we'd go to Star Wars Celebration before we went. I've been to Star Wars Celebration, though. You have. So. <laughs> you, <laughs> so. Of course you have. Of course I have. So I've never Why been, wouldn't you yeah. go Why wouldn't to I Star indeed? Wars I, Celebration? I, yeah. No, it was, it was quite a time. But SDCC I've never been to, so that's something I want to do. Okay. Well, tonight is our final night. Not of the podcast. No, 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 no. no don't worry. don't. Man, I got some hearts beating fast for a second. And they were like, what? 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 We're about to get live tweeted really quick. What <laughs> the hell? Uh, it is the last time we will ever record in the Metal Palace. Maybe we'll call it Metal Palace 1. Yes, 1.0. Um, it's filled with boxes. I'm not sad. <laughs> I'm not you, sad. You've because had some I've, bad experiences I've over either here. almost died here or died Getting, getting here, here every time I've been here. And I've only been here three times. I know. And I've almost died every three single times. time. I don't know what it Helping is. Helping you move in. Yeah. Blood pressure, sugar issue, threw, would, threw up over your balcony. I'm just glad that I had those lollipops because oh, otherwise the, in, all of them. the end cats would not exist. <laughs> it would not. There would be no end cast. <laughs> if it wasn't for safety pops, there would be no end cast. It'd be the sad cast. Oh. The dead cast. I'm sure your kids were sad the next day when they found out that all their no. lollipops were like, gone. Dad, can I have a sucker? No, no, nope. no, no. Mr. Josh <laughs> Mr. Josh them. ate all of them. He did. Because <laughs> he needed to live. That's right. And then last time we did, when we did the Lowell Dean interview, yeah. we had that horrible storm. And <laughs> that tree that really crushed your fell, house. Yes. And destroyed all of my power line. N- missed the gas line. Barely. Barely. Yeah. Uh, but I made it over here. Damn it. You did. Cause we had, we had an appointment. We did. If, if you can't keep your word, you don't have anything. If you haven't listened to the, uh, Lowell Dean Wolf cop, uh, the writer director of Wolf cop episode, Go back, give it a listen. Yeah, it's under our interview playlist. I wonder if we can get him back on once, because uh, they're about to start filming Wolf Cop 2. I'm sure we can. I'd love to, yeah, love he, to have him back on. Yeah, because he told us a little bit about what was happening with it. So They actually just finished an Indiegogo campaign where I think some people uh, were buying the opportunity to get, uh, to get ravaged in the film. In the film. Mm-hmm. You could either get killed or get killed by the actual... Wolf cop. It just depends on how much you gave. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So there's going to be a lot of deaths, hopefully. So SDCC, San Diego Comic-Con. If you didn't know that, 
Now you do. Why are you listening? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is not the show for you. I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like I have something going on here. I got some sort of frog in my throat. I'm not trying to do this deliberately. No. It's just coming out. Maybe it's just strange. Being, it's it's know. it's the metal palace. It's trying to kill you. <laughs> it knows that you're never it's coming back. It's choking me out. So it's, it's choking it's me out. It's taking advantage of its last opportunity. Ah, man, such a flurry of trailers alone. Yes, we're really. There's a lot of news. Obviously, there's a lot of news every year. Yeah, of things coming out, but there was a flurry. Of trailers. It's like everybody was trying to one up each other. Oh, I think I think that's exactly what was going on. And I, what I don't understand is how Marvel I felt like Marvel was trying to one up Marvel. <laughs> like and it was kind of like it was like a measuring contest. They're like, oh see, here's nine, and then like, okay, here's ten, and then it's like, yeah, here's twelve. Well, but Marvel didn't actually go to the convention. No. And now that we've seen what's come out of it, I sound sounds like it's a pretty smart move on their yeah, part. For sure. So we've got the Batman versus Superman trailer. Yes. We've got Deadpool. We've yes. got Suicide Squad. Yes. We've Apocalypse. got clips of Apocalypse. Yeah. Star Wars footage. Star Wars footage. None of it really Not new. really a trailer, but you got to see Leia for the first time. And a reveal that uh, Simon Pegg, who yes. he was playing, yeah. did some stuff around, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, Kylo Ren and yes. Phasma, Captain Phasma. Captain Phasma, yeah. Sound like a colossal nerd at this point. We are colossal nerds. You know, That's what have, this is about. Have, did you have you seen the emojis on? Oh Twitter yeah, for those, those are pretty cool. Yeah, That's I mean, I don't tweet that often, but I was really tempted to tweet just <laughs> to get the emoji. I think I tweeted just to see the emoji. You did. You said what? Kylo Ren is better than. Yes, Captain greater Pan. than yes. Captain mm-hmm. Well, but that seems logical to me. Sure, that a Jedi would be greater than a glorified stormtrooper. Yes, right. I would think so. If they were to fight one, all on things one, being equal, yeah. If they were to fight one on one, you'd think the Jedi would win. You'd think. You'd think. I mean, we're gonna have to wait till December. It's 18th. not Jango Fett fighting Obi Wan in the second film, but who knows? All right. Well, let's get into. I think what most would consider the biggest trailer out of the whole convention, and that's Batman versus Superman. You're saying most, not not us. I'm saying most, okay. not us. Okay. We're going to get into that because okay. I think uh, I saw a lot of tweets going around, people saying this is the best trailer ever. Which I don't understand. I mean, I can't. I don't know that I can quantify a best trailer ever. I don't have one in my mind. I can. Who? Okay. It's Instant, not instantly one of the best trailers that comes to mind. If you ask me, best movie trailer of all time, mm-hmm. instantly, the trailer for the original Alien oh, is the first thing okay. that just pops it. If you ask, boom, pop right in, right sure. into my brain. Sure, Alien. Go back and watch it. Tell me I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Now, it's a subjective thing, right? Sure. I like, don't even think it's the best trailer this year, though. Like that Star Wars trailer where you saw Han and Chewie at the end. Well, that I think that was a better trailer. I would even argue. Oh, okay, let's argue. Oh, here we go. Stay with me. I'll stay with you. I would even argue that the trailer for Phantom Menace was better. Oh yeah, just because of what a trailer is supposed to accomplish. Yes. Now, that was before we knew. What was really up with Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> that mind be, you, so. that's before we saw the film. True. <laughs> so, uh, you know that, but but that's the point of a trailer is to get you hyped up. Now right. I'm hyped for Batman versus Superman. Are you sold sure. on Affleck? 
Yeah, and that's another thing too. Where I don't, I was sold on Affleck the whole time. You were sold on Affleck. The I whole mean, time. I've, I think I was reserved, but I don't think I ever flat out said that he was not going to do well. I just had, I was a little apprehensive. I just felt like that an older Batman brooding, been through a lot of shit was, is really kind of up his alley, especially lately. That's more his style. When he tries to play like Geely or whatever other (laughs) shitty movies he's been in, you know, that's just not his thing. But ever since the town, I was like, Oh, he can play a tormented, wants to be struggling with being good and bad kind of character and doesn't know what's right, but he's kind of stuck with where he is. I was like, yeah, oh, he could do this. He was in the, he was the bomb in Phantoms, yo. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Phantoms like a moth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, so Sorry, I'm trying not to get too loud. I no, you're forget fine. your children are yeah, no, asleep in the they are, They're fine. They're used to me playing video games super loud. Okay. They can sleep through a tornado. They could. Which, if I'm here, one may come. Right. I mean, it would just hit you. <laughs> it would just hit you, and I'd be like, well, that was weird. <laughs> it's like there's a black cloud in here just following me around. There's not even a I hole go. in the ceiling. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so what? it was a good trailer, though, Batman. It was a very good trailer. Um, I think that it's going to, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a good movie. Um, I I really, it got me interested in what the story is behind why Batman feels the need to take on Superman. Sure. Uh, and I think we all have a lot of that history of, of, Mm -hmm. you know, their, their struggles and, but we we also know that they've also been really good friends as well. And so. And I think that's, this is the start of that because I I think so. I think they'll be friends by the end. And because there has to be that understanding. Now I tell you what I wasn't completely sold on. Is and maybe because he didn't have the bald head, but Jesse yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, uh, I cannot see him as anything but the Facebook did guy. I say his last name correctly. Yeah. Okay. It's not Heisenberg. You said I said. I, did you I said, say you said he- Eisen, You said I Eisenberg. Said Eisenberg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Heisenberg is kick is confusing. Cause I would actually like thing. to see Brian Cranston as Lex Luthor. Uh, did yeah. you see the video of him in in at the convention? Yes. That was stellar. He's awesome. Uh, Brian Cranston, if you haven't seen it, basically in full-on Heisenberg mode, a, a young fan from Albuquerque went to his panel and asked him what he thought about shooting in Albuquerque, what he thought about the town. Yeah. And he just like, well, I went to go visit your mother quite often. And then just <laughs> literally dropped the mic. It's a great clip. It is I'm a great have clip. to put it in the show notes. Yeah, you it are. It's an awesome, it, yeah. awesome clip. That's one of the best things that to come is, that, out of this that weekend was, for sure. Fantastic, and I like Wonder Woman was in the trailer. Yeah, and I, I'm she was the one I wasn't sold on. Yeah, I'm. St- I don't know Gal, if I'm sold. Gal, Gal Jadot, however you say it, Israeli, I believe. Yes, is, is she, I mean she's beautiful. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and she works in the Fast and the Furious, and I was really sad when they killed her off in that. But Wonder Woman, I'm just not sure yet. I, I mean, they, and I've, I've never. Very rarely have I ever been disappointed with a character once the movie actually comes out, but she's one I'm worried about for sure. Still want to see it. Oh, yeah, I'll see it for sure. Uh, So a couple of bootleg trailers hit as well, one of Suicide Squad, one of Deadpool. Uh, The difference between the two is Warner Warner Brothers released the official trailer for Suicide Squad this afternoon. They did. And I'm... I've got to make an admission. 
I'm actually now after seeing that more stoked for Suicide Squad than I am for Batman versus Superman. Oh, uh, by yeah. far. And what's your reasoning? Because my reason we have the same reason. Well, my reasoning is that I'm not tired of heroes, Mm-mm. but I like the take. I, I like the idea of using uh, tainted people. People who are not heroic, people that expendable. Are, are are expendable because they're straight up villains, yeah. and it's a very Snake Plissken kind of scenario. Very much where, so. Yeah, you know, uh, he. The, I, I think the, these people aren't necessarily. I mean, maybe some of them. I think throughout the movie are going to skirt the line between antihero and villain, dead. but some of them are dead shot. He will for sure, uh, for sure. Uh, but uh, and he's probably going to have the best arc. Out of yeah. all of it, I think you could kind of tell that in the trailer. Yeah. It's got your it's boy Jai Smith. Courtney in it, though. Oh, you know what? Fuck that guy. What is he? He's Boomerang. Is that who he is? But, uh, Cap- yeah, Captain Boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah. Um, I'm a little sad that uh, Tom Hardy backed out, but I think you I know. Too. I, I get it. I get it. I think he's waiting for a lead role. Oh, absolutely, and he should. Uh, he should get any lead role that he wants, he wants to ever. Be. Yeah. I mean, I'll roll out. The red carpet for him. He comes by the house. I'll massage his feet. Uh, I'll yeah. give him a back rub. I would do more than that. Uh, that uh, full body oil. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Full body on body. What mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm talking about? Maybe? Uh, yeah, I do. You, you had one of those the other day, right? Yeah, yeah yesterday. What is that called? <laughs> <laughs> what is that called? It's called Delightful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <So. laughs> um, whew, I got lost in the moment there for yeah. a minute. But my favorite thing, I mean, Jared Leto, we'll talk about that later. But Harley Quinn, when she showed up, I was like, okay, I, I got this now. I'm, I'm totally sold. Yeah. She no. looked amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so I also have uh, – I need to make an, a, pub, a public apology as well. Okay. I've already privately apologized to, to you. Adrian Has Issues. Oh, good. Good old Adrian. Um, please follow him on Twitter at Adrian And check Has out his issues. show. And check out his show. This last show he did – was really good. He did uh, a couple of interviews, one with the guy that uh, did a graphic novel on the fifth Beatle. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's being made into a movie. I forget the guy's name now. Yeah, well, I don't th- have notes with me, but no, just go just listen, listen to, to his it. Episode. Just go listen to yeah. Adrian has issues, but I, I did apologize to him uh, privately, but <laughs> I, I feel, I feel like I need to make it public as well because okay. I, I, I shit all over, uh, Suicide Squad. I think he had months ago. He had sent out a tweet. I was excited about it, and yeah. I made some reference to it, like in like a made-for-TV movie. It just, oh God! But, but the way that the, the like a the lifetime snap, special, yeah, something like okay. that. It was a snapshot of the of the cast, and it just didn't grab me. It just it looked cheesy. It looked like something that would be like a Fox made-for-TV <laughs> movie from the nineties or something. Sweet, but. I saw the trailer yeah. and that completely changed my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Gerald, Jared Leto comes out and I got to tell you, mm. I do not see a shred of Jared Leto even in this handful of seconds. No, I don't see him at all. And I'm, I am really hopeful that he's going to bring a whole nother uh, level and whole another element right. of the Joker uh, to to the audience that we will be able to look back and say yes we can put this uh, on the same level as Heath. as Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson because they all brought something different to the table. Yes, they did. I think you could argue that 
uh, Heath's performance was uh, more complete, but yeah, um, very much truer to the original yes, comic book character. But, but they all brought something unique and great to the character, and I, I'm excited to see it. I am not going to sit here and be you know a, a purist and say uh, no no one obviously no one can replace Heath Ledger. No, and I think that's why they kind of did that because they didn't want him to imitate Heath Ledger because no, that absolutely that performance not. is iconic. One of the best performances ever in a superhero movie, in any movie ever. Uh, actually. Yes, any movie. Yeah, ever. So the, I think Jared Leto is doing the right thing by not even trying to be anything like Heath Ledger. And I know we saw the pictures. He looked funky, no shirt, the tattoos, the mm-hmm. grill. It, it may that- work. It when that work. laugh, when he laughed, I got goosebumps yeah. the first time I saw yeah, it. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. So I'm 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 stoked for it. And I I apologize to Adrian. I was wrong to say what I said. Uh I should have given it a little bit uh well, I should have reserved my judgment until I had a a, a more proper introduction to what they were going to do. Truly. So there it is. Okay. But let's talk about your favorite trailer coming out of there. Well, I don't know if it's my favorite trailer because I haven't seen anything but the bootleg. But the bootleg. Yeah, bootlegs. I mean, I feel like I'm back in high school mm-hmm. buying bootleg DVDs, I mean, right. bootleg VHSs from... Well, what did you think of Deadpool? I thought it looked awesome. Yeah. I thought but it why? looked awesome. It's going to be rated R. I watched the whole panel and then I watched the trailer. And just... Don't you like the fact that they're releasing the whole panel for yes. those of us that can't Thank go? You. You know, we live in the day and age where that needs to happen. Why are they not televising this now? I think they're gonna. I think think they need to. But I think also they want to keep some exclusivity for it because if they might get that, if they televised it live, it wouldn't be as big of a deal to get a ticket and actually go. I don't think. But I do like that they're releasing. Oh, I don't think so. You don't think? No. I would still go. Well, like E3, I used to watch E3 live coverage all the time. So, okay. and I mean, I think they do do some live coverage, but the panel was awesome. But then when they showed the trailer, I felt like, you know, I was really excited because it was like, oh, they're going to do it right. And just from the trailer, they can't do it as a red band trailer or anything like that. Because, I mean, it would be a red band trailer if they released it to the public that way. But the way they showed it in the clips and the acting and just the humor and the... I just thought it was really true to the character, and it made me really excited to see it. I felt like they're going to do it right and do it justice. Did you catch uh, Liefeld? Yeah, in the uh, trailer, that's pretty awesome. Is yeah, what that is so. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, going R, probably even a hard R. Uh, yeah, with it is the right way to go. It's the Absolutely, only way to go. Uh, I've maintained that from the get go. If you weren't going to do that, you shouldn't do it. Shouldn't at do all. it at all. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, next year is going to be a big year for superhero movies. I think for the next two years, we have at least seven superhero yeah, movies crazy. per year. That's crazy. Between Marvel and DC and Fox. And we right. saw a clip of uh, Apocalypse, uh, I, Oscar Isaac. Yes. The, uh, which I had never really seen him in anything until Ex Machina. Yeah. And I thought he was great in that. He was. Uh, so I'm excited to see that. A L- little worried 
that he is not, uh, he's human size, I guess is no lack of a better term. Sure. Um, maybe that changes. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. Storm with the Mohawk works though yeah. for me. And they showed the four horsemen, you yeah. know, you don't know who's death and who's whatever, but you know, you know, Psylocke. How do you feel about Olivia Munn as Psylocke? Uh, I, I would like to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Who wouldn't like to be Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> oh, well, for a bunch of reasons. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. know, Super Bowl rings and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, Olivia Munn is just gravy. Yeah, that's I mean, true. you know, well, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, there'd be some gra- <laughs> there'd be some gravy involved for sure. But uh, it, I mean, it it looked good, and I I like that cast better than the original cast, and I like what they've done with the series with this new cast. Like X, first class, yeah. X three was oh that, that hot was garbage, hot garbage, hot, yeah, steaming, Absolutely. and then donkey the, dong. But I mean, that was. the girl from uh, from uh, Game of Thrones, Sansa, you know, as Jean Grey. Oh Lord, I makes, didn't even realize that. Whew. But I mean, she's she's like really? seventeen. Easy, feel, easy killer. I know, I know. easy That's big fella. I feel bad because she's like <laughs> seventeen when she filmed that movie. That's legal in Texas. Yeah, in Texas. That doesn't make it right. Man. It doesn't make it right. There's something wrong with you. No, there's not. (laughs) Totally normal. You're just trying to make me look like the bad guy, even though you don't disagree. Is that Mark McGuire? We're watching the home run derby. No, no. Did he just hit a home run? Now it's just softball. Oh, this is the celebrity softball. Celebrity softball. I don't think that's Mark McGuire. Nerds don't watch baseball. I would argue that out of all the sports, baseball is the nerdiest. Oh yeah, because by uh, far. I mean, you see, it's all strategy, like Moneyball. It's all they, strategy. Yeah, it's all numbers. It's all numbers for sure. All right. Anything else? Are we ready to jump into some gaming action? I'm ready to jump into gaming action. I mean, I'm excited by everything that came out of SDCC, yeah, for and sure. I, we need to go. That's, we do need to go. Yeah. So, all right. So we if, need to start one of those Patreon pages and get people to give us money so we can go. Oh yeah, we should have a GoFundMe for all GoFundMe all the com- <laughs> Kickstarter all the, all the comic cons that we want to go to. We just travel the globe. Be like, if you want us to come to the con in your town, pay for us to go. Well, by this time next year, the Nthcast Podcast Network will be <laughs> a year old. Global. It'll be global. Each. We'll have one listener per country because we will go to every country and download That's right. it. That's right. <laughs> We're going to take a European tour. That's the prize. We'll come and stay in your house for and free. Record live, yes. and you can feed us. <laughs> yes, yeah, and then we'll take a, a selfie with you. But we'll spend a lot of time in Amsterdam. Yeah, I feel like we need to spend more time in Amsterdam than any sure. other city. Mm-hmm. I'm but, fine with that. Yeah, in a week or two in New Zealand for sure. Sure. Or, uh, I, I think we got a place to stay in New Zealand yeah, for sure. I think we do. And then in Thailand, we go to Thailand. Oh, you can go to Thailand. You don't want to come to Bangkok ah, with me? No. <laughs> I think we could. I, don't. I think we could have a good time. All right, let's get into video games. You want to talk about the movie or you want to talk about video games first? Uh, you know, I feel like we should leave the movie for last. Okay. Yeah, that, I don't know. That way people can skip it. <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay. Well, how many minutes in are we? I don't know. No, we're a few minutes in. Nobody's listening anyway. That's true. Nobody listens past 15 minutes. I know, right? This is a scientific fact. This is a scientific like Well, it's like that Louis C.K. joke where he's like, if you put a video of your kid on the internet, nobody watches that shit. No. He's like, you not can, even you. No. Ever like, again. You do five seconds of your kid on stage and then 30 minutes of you taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody would ever know. And people would just comment, oh, that's so cute. That's <laughs> yes. the best video I've ever seen. 
Okay. Well, what do you want to go with? Um, I'll well, let you lead off the discussion. Oh, is that what we're going to do? Uh, you know, I kind of want to talk about what well, video game movies. This is kind of talking. Okay. It seems to be our MO. Sure. Right? And, and we do lot, talk about a lot of movies. We do talk about a lot of movies. And there really we tr- aren't any game. There aren't really any show uh, shows based on video games. Well, there's that one game on Nickelodeon where you went in the one show on Nickelodeon when we were kids where you went in the game. Who was that? I forget what it was called now that I think was about it. Was it a game show? Yeah, it was like a game show. And at the end, you went into the video game and you had like climb ladders and grab prizes and shit like that. I remember the the I'm gonna Google it. temple what? thing. The What was that? <laughs> what was the name of that? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It was a, the temple with Olmec's the, temple. Yeah. 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 What was we the had name like of that show? The silver monkeys. Yes. <laughs> the purple parakeets and yeah. shit like that. They had different names. Oh, wow. I'm I'm googling old Nickelodeon shows right now. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, should we limit? Well, I I asked a a couple of people to give me some feedback on what was their favorite video game movie, and um, uh, one of the answers was Tomb Raider. Uh, which, because it was which this, one? the first one, because okay. it was crazy enough, uh, to be enjoyable. And I, I don't know. I, it's I, not, it's not, it's watchable for sure. Yeah. Well, why? Well, not just Angelina. <laughs> I mean, come on. It really helps. Sure. For sure. Was that the one with Gerard Butler or is that the second oh, one? Oh, I think that was the second one. Okay. Um, it wasn't terrible. And that first scene at the beginning where she's fighting the robots and, Stuff like that. And it's a little Indiana Jones, a little video game kind of mixed together. So it wasn't, I thought that one was definitely watchable. It's not my favorite movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I, like if it's on TNT, I'll watch it. Well, I think maybe that's the discussion that needs to be had is are there really any successful video game adaptations? I can only think one, but okay. we can save that one for later. <sighs> And, and what, so what is it about video games that don't translate well into film entertainment? I think it's just a different genre. Like, and I think I'm talking more taking video game as a source material mm-hmm. and then making an adaptation from that because there's certainly a list, a, a large list full of great movies that are not based on a video game, but are about video games. Sure. And there's plenty of video games. So I don't want to limit the conversation. Right. There's video games that are made from movies, which are killer, you know, because they have that source movie. You like Chronicles of, Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. That's one of the best games I've ever played. And that's based off of the Riddick films. And then the new one, The Shadow of Mordor, based off Lord of the Rings. That's a great game, hmm. but it comes from a movie. And I think the inverse, though, just isn't true. Because when you look at video games, the way you play it, it's so real time. It's so slow. There's not a ton of story that you can get in. I mean, you play these games, you play 24, 36 hours but you're really only passing through 24, 36 hours of time. Unlike a movie, which is a two-hour movie, but it can go for a long time, and there's a huge backstory and character development that's not really drug out. You know what I'm saying? I, maybe I'm wrong, but that's So you the think way. that maybe the games are just too, too simplistic, that they have to stretch the plot out? No, I think... Or is the inverse true? The inverse. I think there's so much more in the game that they try to cram it into a movie that they don't do it justice. Okay, that's fair. Uh, well, let's just uh, let's kind of just think for a minute. Uh, what? When did all this start? What? 
do you know when the first what the first theatrical is to say theatrical sure. theatrical movie adaptation what was the first game i mean if i had to guess and this is just a guess because i haven't looked i would think mario you are correct Oh, what a pile of shit Super that movie Mario is. Oh, my God, that movie's so bad. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> who else was in that? Bob Hoskins, like who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Bob that guy. I guess oh they figured, God. well, this some bitch, he can, he can, uh, he can act uh, alongside cartoon characters, so why not video games, and he was I the guess. worst. He was the worst part of he who was. framed uh, Roger Rabbit, too. Well, that's true. Huh. Okay, so that movie, there was no plot. There was no point to that movie. I don't even know why they made it. I think they were just trying to money grab. It was d- definitely a cash grab for okay. sure. It didn't make a lot of money. Good. Um, so there was, I'm going to go down the list and let me stop. Yeah, Sweet. stop me if you have a comment. Okay. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, uh, 93, Double Dragon in 94. Oh, I don't want to say shit about that, that movie. No, I, you know what? I think I turned it on and turned it off. That made me never want to play Double Dragon again. What <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Double Dragon, but I was like, well, I don't need to play it ever again now. Okay. Uh Street Fighter. Oh, also ninety-four. <laughs> I only watched that because of Van Damme. Well, Raw Julia. Yeah, but I really only watched it because of That was, was his Van last Damme. film. Was it he really? died during filming. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe he I need did. to rewatch it then. It almost it made almost a hundred million dollars. It was like five hundred thousand dollars short of a hundred thousand. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then right after that, I would say is probably one of the pinnacles of video game movie entertainment. Okay. The original Mortal Kombat. Okay. That one, <laughs> I actually think that's a halfway decent film. It is halfway decent. The first one. Yeah. The action is good. The story is eh. believable. I mean, eh. it's I a mean, tournament. Believable for what it was. Yeah. It's a tournament and they fight in a tournament. It's a tournament style fight. And it had Christopher Lambert as Raiden. Yeah. So, you know. Sure. There you go. I mean, I mean no, that one was good. I, w- I would still watch that one today. That was Paul Anderson that directed that. It right? was? Yeah, I think yeah. so. He went on to direct another video game series. Really? Probably the most uh, successful oh. series of movies in this realm of video game movies. Did he do all of those? Uh, he may have not done all of them, but I think he's done most of them. That's awesome. Good for that's him. Resident Evil. Right. And those, that, that's what I was going to say. Those are the best video game adaptations. Is it just because of the action? Not, well, that, they, they stay true to stay, the actual characters? They stay pretty true to the actual character, but the game, I think, is more like a movie than I would agree the other that. games are because you, the whole time you're kind of on the edge of your seat. It's very cinematic. You're, you're going through this plot. You have no idea what's coming up. I just, those are very movie-esque. I mean, Sure, you're pushing buttons and shooting. You have to actually complete the tasks, but it feels like you're watching a movie. You didn't like Wing Commander? No. <laughs> Is that Freddie Prince Jr.? Yes. It's like they took this cast of Scooby-Doo and <laughs> moved it over to Wing oh, Commander. Oh, good point. <laughs> Which good point. I, I don't know why they did that because Scooby-Doo was on garbage too. <laughs> uh, but you sat through both. I did. Yeah. Uh, well, I had a misspent youth, so... Uh, you know, I remember liking the Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Yes, that's remember, actually a great I, that, film. That, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. remember liking that. Uh, a little different because it's animated. Right, but, but I think... But that, done well. I think that was the way to do that. Yeah. Because I don't know how you could do Final Fantasy live action. No. 
See, that was 2001. Resident Evil didn't come out until 2002. And I think Resident Evil picked the perfect main character because Mila Jovovich is phenomenal. And so I think that was one of the main things that had going on. And she's it. been in all of... She has. She's Alice. There's five? I think there's five. Five or six. And I don't think any discussion would be complete if we didn't talk about uh, any of the Yui Bowl. <laughs> um, adaptations. Blood Rain. How do you feel about Blood Rain? I don't. I don't think any of his movies are worth talking about. Well, then why are we completing the discussion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Blood he, Rain. How many has he done? Any movies that are have not been um, game adaptations? I couldn't tell you. I'm not a big fan of. Google. I'm not a big fan. Either. And his last little rant his on little rant Twitter on. made me realize that I don't give a shit about anything he does ever. Well, I think you. And everyone else on the planet. That's probably true. <laughs> well, Which, he, I mean, if everybody, He told us all to go fuck ourselves. He did. All of us. Yes. So that means not just one or two people. All. Yes. So however many, how many billions of people are out. Yeah. Whoever's watching this, as it floats off into space, <laughs> into the future, yeah. and an alien race <laughs> discovers it as a historical artifact... He's telling those aliens to go fuck themselves right. as well. Forever. Forever. That's funny. Without ever stopping. <laughs> um, so I think for me, uh, you know, there's, there isn't too many adaptations that I like just really enjoyed. Sure. I, I thought Resident Evil was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not a big Tomb Raider fan anyway. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I don't play the game, and there's another one coming out this year that I don't care about. I don't care at all. I'm not going to play it. I mean, I watched Doom, and I wish I hadn't. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, I had hope because it was The Rock and Carl Urban, but it so just was bad. It was awful. So yeah. bad. And I, I don't even know. You think... So what would, you, what would be your top? Because I think for me, Final Fantasy uh, Spirits Within, uh, I think for me, that's probably my favorite uh, game. Really? Movie. Yeah, I think so. I think I really liked Resident Evil um, because I played Resident Evil and I played all the Resident Evils and I'm a big fan of the Resident Evil. Mortal Kombat is way up there on my list too just because of when I saw it the first time. Um, one that I don't think, I don't know if I'm going to put it in my top, but I think it's a decent flick on its own is Prince of Persia, the one with... okay. With Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, and that's a pretty good movie on its own, and it's not real; it's n- truer to the newer Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, and stuff like that. I mean, I played Prince of Persia on PC back when I was like seven or eight, so I liked that game. <laughs> PC, <laughs> yeah. What you? Well, you didn't no, play on the no, PC. I did play on the PC. I mean, I don't play games on the PC anymore. <sighs> Those are really the only ones I can think of. I mean, Silent Hill. It was okay. It was okay. Uh, it wasn't as terrifying as the game Silent Hill is. Oh, no. Nothing, but, I mean, could, nothing could be. Nothing could be. Except for that. Have you seen that picture of the dude dressed up as the Silent Hill triangle pyramid head in it, cosplay? Yeah. And he was like out somewhere where there was mist. Right. He's naturally like, mist. <laughs> and the meme says, Could you imagine this driving? This guy's been waiting his whole life for Oh, this my moment. God. Could you imagine driving? But you're driving to work one morning. And there's fog. There's a wee bit of mist. And you see this fucking triangle head. <laughs> I would shed all of my Oh, my God. As, 
That would be that would be <laughs> epic. What about um uh Hitman? Ah no. I like Timothy Olyphant. Aren't they making another Hitman? They are. See, I don't know. I couldn't get into that. Just like Max Payne wasn't oh, Mark. You know, oh, Mark yeah, Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. I just, it just doesn't work for me. What's up, dog? <laughs> How's your mother? <laughs> no, just, I agree with you. Just didn't work for me. Um, but those like I think Resident Evil is definitely my top. Okay, and then Mortal Kombat after that. So, but I mean, I, we don't even have to pretend to, to list the other ones that are so bad because there's so many that are just so so bad. Well, since you uh, talked about playing games on the PC, okay. What, uh, let's reminisce. Okay. Do we want to go back and do that? I wish we had some music. I know. Maybe. Well, you could add some in. in I'm not going to add shit. Yeah, don't do that. I'm not doing that. That that was the whole reason we were going to record on Thursday, so that I had time to edit. Well, I feel like this this has to go out tonight. I I know. I got to get home. I feel like this is better. This is better? Yeah, I mean. You think this is more natural? Yes, pressure. Pressure? Pressure pressure to Do you feel pressure? No. I feel pressure. What kind of pressure? Oh, uh, well. Yeah, that kind of pressure. <laughs> Do we need Nothing you can help me with. Yeah, not yet, at least. Uh, not live. I may need to use your... <laughs> I may need to use uh, one of your socks and some of that fresh goose fat before okay. I leave, though. Yeah. Since I'm moving, I'm almost <laughs> out, so... I didn't, I didn't stock up. <laughs> uh, g- game consoles. Okay. Let's talk about game consoles sure. for a minute, because... Um, Man, these kids today, they don't know what they got. No, they have they, no idea. They have no idea. They got their Xbox One, their PlayStation 4. Yeah. Uh, and to some extent, Wii U, which actually really shouldn't be in the same well, conversation. That, N- Nintendo has a new one coming out, the NX or whatever. Uh, Yeah, when does that come out? Uh, next year. Next I think year? They, they're okay. going to talk a little bit about it at E3. Well, okay. Well, kids these days, I... Yeah, we've talked before about my sheltered childhood. We have, but we I didn't beat it to death. I know, but I didn't get a console, which until is I what was, happened when you asked for a gaming console. Right? Yeah, it's pretty much you got the like, beating of your life. Right. Yeah, because G- it's the devil. That's right, the devil. And we shan't have that in. Our we house shan't have that in our house because that that box with moving pictures <laughs> <laughs> it'll steal your soul. It'll steal your soul. It'll steal your soul. No, I was. Fine. Oh, that was the other thing. The Ash versus Evil Dead trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I can't right. believe we forgot about that. Oh, God. You and your Bruce Campbell, I, I love fixation. Him. I love him. Hail How to could the you king. not? Hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king. Oh, remind me, I have Wha- your your Bubba Hotep to give back to oh, you. You didn't enjoy it, did you? Oh no, it was good. Yeah. I, I actually did enjoy it. I just didn't want to pack it and forget about it. Oh, I so I it's quite all right. I pulled it out. I apologize. Yeah. Back to your back childhood. to games. Let's bring um, it back. I didn't get a video game console in our house until I was fourteen. And we, My goodness, I know it was Christmas. What did you do with your life until you were fourteen? Well, I mean, every time we went over to our friend's house that had video games, they were like, "Hey, do you want to go outside?" No, I'm just gonna play video games for the next thirteen for hours. Ever? We're gonna go to sleep. That's cool. I'm gonna play video games. <laughs> That's right. Who needs so, to sleep? We had just moved to Texas from South Dakota, and so. Um, to, for that Christmas, my parents probably felt like shit, <laughs> so they bought us um, a yeah, family. We're gonna have to Nintendo sixty four. Well, Ethel, we're gonna have to spring for the big one this That's week, right this year. So Nintendo sixty four make was it a, feel special was the first console we ever had. He needs to forget why we don't love him. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so and I mean, and we were super excited because we had known our whole life that we would never get a video game console. So when they that, they surprised us, that's like the only time at Christmas we were ever super surprised. So we got a Nintendo sixty four with Mario Kart, Mario, 
Super Smash Brothers, Zelda, all those games. Everybody got a game, and then we got four controllers. Wow. Yeah. So, so that, 64, that was your first one. That was the first one. I mean, I, I played a lot of SNES and NES, you know, Duck Hunt, Mario, 1, 2, and 3. And then um, Chrono Trigger was really big for me on the SNES. I played a lot of that with my friends. But the first console I ever owned personally was a Nintendo 64. Hmm. So have you played any of the early or, earlier consoles? Oh, yeah. Like I have an NES right now in my closet. Well, in in a box. I have an NES and an SNES. And well, I they play. have those emulators now, too. Yeah, but I have an original. Oh, you have so, an original. Yeah, but but like Duck Hunt and Mario 1, 2, and 3, I've played a lot of those. And some of the other games. I mean, all the Zeldas I've played. Zelda 1, Zelda 2, which sucks. Mm. And then... Kind of like Mario 2. Yeah, yeah, A Link to the Past. Yeah, I've beaten Mario 2. <laughs> Mario 3, I've wanted to play ever since The Wizard you know so oh, yeah yeah but i played them but and chrono trigger was a big big game for me i've been a lot of time playing that game between me and my cousin we we almost had everything nice but not everything sure because i think the first gaming console came out in like 1972 even before Atari, I think it was Magnavox that put it out. Did you have one of those? No, we oh, didn't have okay. that. But you had we, an Atari, right? Yeah, Atari 2600. Nice. Uh, and then uh, there was ColecoVision. Yeah. There was a system called Atom. Yeah. Which was on, games were on uh, cassette tapes. Like that like, you put in your radio? Like, yeah, like a music cassette tape. I didn't even know you could do that. That's awesome. Yeah, and you'd have to clean them with alcohol, and it was strange. Uh, that is strange. And then when 16, okay, and we have, of course, we had NES. Sure. And the original. Uh, what was your game system. on NES? What's the game on NES? You know, I played a lot of uh, sports games with, with my dad. There was a. Did you have the power pad? No, 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 no. Okay. We had bases loaded, oh, uh, cool, baseball, cool. and I'd play with him all the time and just, oh gosh. Those controllers were super sturdy. Yeah, they were. Because whenever I'd beat my dad, he would, he would throw the shit he, out of he it. He would throw the shit out of those controllers. See, and that's the and thing. he would bounce them off the ground. Nintendo 64 controllers are not sturdy. No, they're not designed. Because you're playing fucking Mario Party and there's got that shit, those games where you have to like spin it yeah. or tap it really fast. You would break so many controllers. But those old NES controllers were indestructible yeah uh we had the old okay then when 16-bit came out uh of course we had the super nintendo we had genesis but right there was a system called turbo graphics 16 and the games came on uh they were a little bit bigger than like the um uh is like the sd okay cards that's pretty uh, small for yeah that they day. were really really small um and it was, uh, they were flat. They're, I don't know, maybe like a, it was like a rectangle, but it was like a one inch by two inch rectangle. Wow. Yeah. They were like a really, mini disc almost. Mm-hmm. And I, if I remember correctly, it was Ninja Gaiden or Ninja Gaiden, or whatever, oh, however you want to pronounce that. That is a great game. Yeah. And that was on there. Um, but one of the games I always liked, uh, I think it was a Sega game, uh-huh. was Strider. Okay. Do you remember that game? No. It was like a futuristic type game where the guy had like um, uh, grappling capability because he would jump back and forth between the screen and he could hang off of things, but he had like a oh. really big sword. Oh, I do remember that game. Do I didn't know, know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, now yeah. I know what you're talking about. I remember that. I remember that being a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, hmm. 
So those are the days. Like the game I played most of the time when I was a kid was a PC game, and it wasn't Prince of Persia because that was like what we played at school. But it was a Mech Warrior too. Okay. Did you ever play that? Where you buy? I you, did. You bought the joystick for your PC, like a Sidewinder joystick that had all the mm-hmm. buttons, so you're like controlling it and turning and shooting. Oh, we used to. That's the first online game I ever played. Well, uh, you want to go back even further before we even had a gaming console. Uh, my uncle had. I want to say it was Apple II. Oh, yeah. The old Apple II. And so you, you play games off of, they were on the f- five and five and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, floppy. The floppies. And, One uh, of those typing games. Or like Yeah, it was a typing game. That I remember we had um, uh, Robotron. Oh, okay. Robotron. And then mm. there was uh, Load Runner. Load yeah. Runner. Oh, gosh. Okay. okay. Load Runner. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah. Uh, these kids today, they don't they don't know what they have. Do you even play any games now? Do I play any games yeah. now? Very rarely. And when I do, it's usually sports games. Oh, like, okay. Uh, like Madden? I, I still play Madden. <laughs> okay. Uh, just because, you know, let me explain why. Because most games, there's limited replayability, right? Uh, in my mind, at least. Okay. Mm. Uh, you beat the game, and that's pretty much it. Mm. Whereas with a sports game... Uh, now I don't play against a computer. I like to play against other people. And oh, so yeah. I feel like, I feel like, you know, you play against somebody online, you're playing a sports game, you know, you can continue to play it because you don't, the, the outcome isn't, isn't decided. Yeah. Unless you're me and you're really good. Right. And you're just, of course, you, you, of course. you play with the intent that they're going to quit within 10 minutes. So right. you can justify being, Spending 10 minutes. being an old man. <laughs> Otherwise, you're playing for an hour. Right? Do you and play? I shouldn't be spending. Do you an talk hour shit? Games. No, actually, I don't. I don't jack in. Uh, oh, you I don't? No. Oh, that's I part don't. of the fun, though. No, because it's okay. So I know I don't do well in traffic, so I avoid it. Oh, okay. Right? So I avoid. So you don't want to be with age comes this uh, <laughs> comes this this um, discernment <laughs> sure. to avoid situations to avoid your triggers. <laughs> Twelve year olds telling you that you suck isn't like isn't like your joy in life. I would destroy. It's like with with my seven year old son. Yeah, I catch myself wanting to get into an argument with him. You can't reason no, with someone that age, and you catch yourself <laughs> having. And I have argued with him before, and I've had to catch myself. Right. You dumbass. Yeah, you're having an argument. This is with a seven year old. Right. What the hell's wrong right. with you? you're the dummy in this situation. He doesn't know any better. You do. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? I get you. So I, get you. I avoid those situations because I know. <sighs> I got you. I play, I still play games today. I mostly play RPGs. I'm okay. Not, because I've realized through my illustrious video gaming career that I suck at video games. I am just terrible at video games, fighting games. No good. First person shooters. Terrible. <laughs> Sports games. The only one I can play is FIFA because I like soccer, but I just don't have the patience for them. So I'm really terrible at them. Okay. So I play a lot of RPGs. So I play Zelda. I've always loved Zelda, and now I play a lot of Assassin's Creed, Final Fantasy, stuff like that. So I like those games, and I can spend, you know, if I have some free time, like an hour to kill, you know, I don't want to do anything productive rather than watch TV. That sometimes if I don't want to watch a TV show, that I'll just play a video game. And so I'll play something it. to escape the reality of the moment. Truly, yeah, yes, but that's that's what that's for. I mean, I've gotten more into right. tabletop, type yes, games, see, if- and I want to get more into that. And actually, I think that's something that my kids 
my kids don't play it. My my kids personally don't play a lot of video games yeah, because yeah. I don't let them. Exactly. Mine either. Uh, and I do have some for them, but there's something that has more of an engagement of building and creation. Like I, I don't mind Minecraft. I think that can be taken too far. Right. And and the kids don't really dabble in that. I know some that take it way overboard. But That's I all do. They play. But what I do like about it is that you know it's not just shoot them up. You know, right. killing stuff. Mm-hmm. You actually have to use your brain, right. think, build, construct, mm-hmm. and that's why I like board games and the strategy Truly. involved with that. And the mine are almost to the age. We play a lot of board games, Good. but like on the nights, school nights, they don't play video games. We'll play a board game or something like that. But Good. I'll let them play for thirty, forty-five minutes on weekends. Cool. That's about it. So, outside of a video game adaptation, mm-hmm. is there any uh, movie? about video games that is your favorite oh yeah clearly i mean there's an obvious one for me but that's because my kids like it too and it's wreck it ralph oh yes that's just that movie is excellent just as a movie on its own but the fact that i like the setting being in an arcade a bunch of different games and you see some of the classic games and some of the newer style games kind of mixed in there but it's fun it's fun yeah it's like it like and fix it felix jr i actually have a Genesis like knockoff remake of Fix It Felix Jr. because it wasn't an original game, but someone made one and put it on like a Genesis cartridge. So you hmm. can play it. It's kind of fun. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. But I mean, it's got all the characters you see. It's got from Street Fighter, from Mario. It's just cool. It kind of brought you back to your kid's age. But the story is really well done. And I think it's a great way to use the video game setting. And how they've changed through the years, but there's kind of the same themes all the way along. Hmm. It's a great movie. Well, you mentioned The Wizard as well. Is that high, is that high on your list? It is. It should be. Yeah, it I mean, be. it made me Mario three. I mean, introducing Mario three and seeing the what power a brilliant glove. marketing campaign. So smart, and that kid, you know, the fact that he could relate to people and like, like his one skill was video games, and that kind of helped him feel normal and feel like he could fit in with other kids. I thought that was a really good message too. I mean, it's kind of a weird movie. <laughs> Three runaways going to play video games at some crazy conference. Not just like video that. games. Mario 3. Mario 3. Well, you didn't know it was Mario 3. No one had ever seen Mario 3 That's before. True. That's true. So, Again, brilliant marketing. Brilliant marketing. Brilliant and, it, marketing. and Mario 3, I think, stands the test of time is a great game. It is a good game. And if you use the warp whistle, you're a cheater. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. Dirty. Get cheater. the warp whistle Take for sure, but don't use it. If you use the warp whistle, we would like for you to stop what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Go unsubscribe from our podcast. <laughs> and then go delete hang- all the episodes. Yes. And I don't know, resign from humanity. Right. Go hang out on Isla Sorna, Pussy <laughs> Island. Yes. <laughs> go there. That's where you that's where you belong. Pussy <laughs> Island with the other pussies. I wish. <laughs> I wish while I was watching those movies, I could have blown the warp whistle and gotten the hell out of there. <laughs> and transported Just, to Jurassic get, World. Yes. Get me out of here. So the wizard is good. What about you? Um, you know, the original Tron. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You know, that that even now, I think, yeah, the graphics are still, well, they were, they were revolutionary then. Sure. I don't, I don't know if it holds up as well now. It's but, still watchable, though. But the story that they were trying to tell, yeah, absolutely for sure. Uh, the Last Starfighter. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Just the concept of this kid was really good at a video game, and he worked really hard at that video game. He too. did, but it was 
it was a training game. And so it wasn't just something for entertainment. It's like these, these guys were testing people to play that were playing the game to see if they had what it took to be part of this, uh, uh, war and, and, and join in that fight. And I, I just thought that was cool. And, um, I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't know if it holds up or not, but I just remember watching that as a kid and just thought that was, thought that was really cool. Um, that one, what's that Robin Williams movie? Is it toys? Toys. Yes. Where they, the general like takes over the toy company and he's got like the kids playing video games, but they're actually doing like real missions when Mm -hmm. they're playing video games Mm -hmm. and like murdering people, you know? That I think that was like the next step of the last Starfighter. I'm sure people have thought that before. Like I'm training for war, you know. That's why I'm playing these video games. Oh, for sure. Um, I think the movie Brain Scan with our good little buddy uh, Edward oh, yeah, Furlong, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank Langella was in it as well. Uh, so there was a character, I think, the trickster, and there was this game called Brain Scan, mm-hmm. and it's not really, it's not really a good, great movie, but it was interesting, it, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched it. I didn't dislike it. Sure, uh, I think if I watched it now, I'd probably have a different opinion. Probably so. Uh, but I thought what was interesting. Is, have you ever seen it? No. So what I thought was interesting is you play this game and you're immersed into the reality of this game. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're committing murder within this game. And so when Edward Furlong comes out of the game, the guy that he killed in the game dies for real. Right. And so the cops are after him thinking that he's actually killed this guy. And so is this whole, it, you know, you can kind of, you look back at these movies and the whole point of these, I think, was this concept of escaping from the reality that you know and understand into something that is more fantastical. Sure. Something where you can do things uh, that you wouldn't be able to do in the real world mm. and not face those consequences. And, and I think everybody kind of wishes Oh, absolutely. That they could do that sometimes. Absolutely. And I think that's the point of video games. Uh, is an escape is from an reality. Escape, right. And, and, it, and to me, I think it's meant to be fun. I think some be. of these, I think some of these take some of the things too far. Uh, I certainly wouldn't want my kids playing some of the games, but hey, you know what? That's my prerogative. Yeah. yeah. As a parent, you yeah. know, I should be yeah. controlling if you don't that want anyway. to play it, don't let them play I'm it. I'm not saying that yeah. you shouldn't make these games for consumption. Sure. Uh, I think we do have some sort of responsibility as a society. Uh, but, but to most police, of it yeah. is me as a parent to, to police, uh, what comes in and out of my house. But, uh, suffice, well, say all that to say that you want to escape reality. And so it was interesting. You can kind of see how these movies all co- play into that theme. But throughout the years, it seems to escalate. Truly. Uh, because it was more like you go in, you get trapped in a game in Tron, right. war games, you know, you, you, you war you, games. Yeah. Well, that's hey, also hey. video game sure, based. Absolutely. You know, and you, you, you start a third world war, mm-hmm. uh, cloak and dagger. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember that yeah. one. Uh, that was actually filmed in San Antonio. Really? I remember when that was filmed in San Antonio. And uh, I think they used an Atari cartridge as the uh, secret to uh, really? uh, uh, all the files were on uh, That's cool. Atari car. If I remember correctly. I'm sure you do. Uh, but getting back to Brain Scan, because this is the Brain Scan podcast now. Apparently. 
or the Edward Furlong. This is two episodes in a row that he gets time. I mean, we could <laughs> we could go through all his movies if we needed It'd to. Be the shortest podcast in history. It'd be the worst idea ever. <laughs> um, so he's committing this murder in the game, and who doesn't want to commit murder and get away with it? <laughs> yeah. It's another Louis C.K. joke. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What's the number one reason that people don't commit murder? It's because there's laws against murder. That's right. That's right. So I get it. So when we watched, and all this gets back to as extends, right? It so, does. That was a really long intro. It was. Longest intro really we've long. ever done. I know. Um, but it's this escape from reality. And it so is. I, I really think. That with even with all its flaws, existences, existence mm-hmm. has some some flaws, True. for sure. Oh yeah, every movie does. But I really liked the core message, which is at the end of the movie, you never knew what was really real, right? Ever, you have no idea what's you reality. Have no idea, and we may not even have seen. Any reality. Any reality Absolutely in that not, movie. Yeah. could have been in the game the whole time. And so, as extends, if you haven't seen it, it's Which you on, probably you, haven't. You should. But you should. You I, should. I, I would agree. I I'm, I'm not sad that I saw it. I'd never seen D- it. Does it Does it hold up? Uh, it came out in 99. Uh, I want to say within the month. It's of, like almost the exact Matrix. same time that The Matrix came out, yeah. And a completely different film. Related but completely different uh, from not the as good. Not, no, not even, close. not as good. Yeah. Um, but the point of the movie was, is you've got a group of people doing a test on a, uh, new, game. On a new game called Existens. Yeah. Capital X. It's very stylized. Yeah. It is. Um, and Allegra Geller is the game designer and she's uh, played by Jennifer Jason Lee. The Jennifer, the Jennifer Jason, Jason Lee, which mm. she's strange anyway. Yeah, this, this role really a, fit her. It really did. And you've got Jude Law who plays back before he decided to be in every movie. Pikel? Pikel, yeah. Pikel. And he is just a security marketing. Well, he's a marketing guy, marketing guy. security mm-hmm. at this event. Got one of the doctors there, Christopher Eccleson. Yes. Uh, doctor number seven? I think so. We just lost so many audience members. Well, um, he, was the, the, he was the first doctor. On the new series. On the new series. Yes. And he only lasted a season. Yes. But he's, a, he's a great actor. Yeah. Excellent. He was the dark elf uh, in Thor. Yes. And he was, also, he was also in Gone in 60 Seconds. He is the bad guy. Oh, that's right. His part was Raymond Kalitri. Really there we go. That'll get some fans back. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing a test of this game, and essentially, this game is a bio metric or a bio game. And do, okay, before we get, do you think that's going to happen soon? I think it's. I think it's possible. I think so too. I, I think people want if, a fully immersive gaming experience to escape reality. Well, you've altogether. got together because you can do that now with other ways. Yeah, and you you've got the virtual reality uh, uh, system now. Uh, uh, what's the name of it? Um, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, not the Virtual Boy. 
No, not yeah. Virtual Boy. <laughs> Did you have a Virtual Boy? <laughs> Shit, no. I no. can't even until the N64. Do you know what I'm talking about? What I is do. the name of that? Oh, my gosh. You talk, I'll, I'll Google. Uh, because uh, they've... Uh, They've actually, well, as with most advances in technology, the first, the early adopter uh, industry is the porn industry. So most of these things, that's why the, that's why the VHS proliferated. That, that's the reason it won the war. Exactly. Because porn decided they wanted to use VHS. That's right. Because that's right. Betamax is superior. Yes. Same and with Betamax uh, is actually still used. Same with Blu-ray. That's why it won over HD DVD. Yeah, and that's why it's proliferating. It's interesting. Yeah, it's well, uh, it's where the money is. It's a right? sad commentary. It is a sad society, commentary. But uh, speaking of pornography, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of allusions to this uh, in the movie, and <laughs> it wasn't even subtle. No, not even subtle. But that's David Cronenberg. Uh, Truly, so uh, this is labeled as a body horror uh, slash sci fi. Yeah, because there's and, body modifications. Yeah, that so. In it. Yeah, so anything where there's any any harm or dismemberment or disfigurement toward mm-hmm. your body or your person mm-hmm. is usually gets labeled uh, as as a body horror sure. like Hellraiser and yeah, and, and, yeah. and movies like that. I mean, it was very reminiscent of because it's, it's very frightening. Yeah, because in the Matrix, you know, you plug into their head, but in this one, they had their bioport in their spine. Yes, they had it in their spine. So. You you plug into this bio game, which is a living, right. breathing organism, and you connect with it with an um, umbilical, umbilical cord, cord. and it type, looks just like an umbilical cord. Yes, uh, type apparatus that then jacks into your lower back. Right, and, and <laughs> it's you're so just, funny. You're just them in, insert it. It's just because it, they're like. Like yeah, you, warming you, it up. God, there was more. And, it, and you're just like, could you be more obvious? I, I think there may have been more lubrication scenes in this movie than right. the standard porn movie. Uh, probably. For sure. Right. Oh, yeah, uh, because they don't, they don't bother showing that. And well, I'm not that I've ever seen one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was overt for sure. And I think the reason for that, though, is. If I mean, you're, if purpose. you're trying to have the discussion of uh, what is reality and, you know, this method of immersing ourselves into a, a new reality or a, a fantasy that basically you, you play out as though you're really in its full immersion. So mm-hmm. when you, you turn it on, which turning the game on itself it seemed to be a, a sexual act as well. And you're yeah. flicking this little nodule. Magic. You know, I it's mean, a, like and, a magic, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just uh, so, <laughs> and then you're in, so and like you're you, in. You flick it, and you rub it a little you, bit, and you flick it again, you. and then you twist it a little bit, and, and then flick it one more time. You, you know, um, but then you're in, and but once or you're in, but whichever. once you're in, uh, I, I think what was scariest to me is you, you then never knew when were you out, truly, and. And he had nobody knew when they were out, and and so no, no one knew, and so you had these pe- folks in this old church doing this uh, game testing in the backwoods of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and someone comes up to try to assassinate 
uh, Allegra, Allegra, the game developer. And that gun was fucked up. I mean, it, it was, but the point of that, it was, it was a bio gun. It was yes, made out because of skeleton. It was made out of bones and flesh he, and blood. He hid it in an old bio game because they were doing scans to make sure no metal got in. That's so right. There was, was a whole, no metal. Bio- and the, in the, the bullet was a human tooth. Gross. Which, Again, this is Cronenberg. This is the same guy that brought us the fly, right. video drone, sure. dead ringers. Uh, it was disturbing, though, for sure. Oh. And I, I know that was the point, but it was disturbing. It was disturbing. Uh, but Pykel, Jude Law's character, didn't have a bioport. And so he's trying to get Allegra out of there, trying to protect her. But then she knew she needed to get back into the game. To make sure it was okay. And you can't play the game by yourself. No. You need to play with someone else. But someone they need to be kind. F- kind someone that's friendly sure well he can't play and she kept asking him are you are you are you friendly right you know and so he didn't have this bioport because he was afraid he did he was so there you've got these these overtones of well let's just call it what it is he had penetration anxiety absolutely he didn't want to have this port put into yeah, him he didn't want he didn't he want did, his body modified he didn't want his body modified and i get that i respect that so they had to go to a uh, back alley, uh, <laughs> they had. It was port. so funny. <laughs> that was a funny line in the movie. She's like, "You go to any country gas station, you get a back, a back port." Silly. And they went to a gas station called, called a country, country gas, gas station. station. That was funny. Where Willem Dafoe, which come on, awesome. as soon as he enters the movie, you know it's taken a turn for the weird. For the, yeah, which yeah. means a turn for the better. Yeah, absolutely. And he was weird. Oh, absolutely. Super weird character. And the, even the device that they used to to put the bioport in, in Pykele is very phallic, <laughs> very large <laughs> machine. It was. And then him being numb because they gave him an epidural. And an epidural the, while they put so it in there. so much symbolism. Absolutely there's so there much is. allusion to uh, not just uh, fear of body modification, but you know, uh, this, this juxtaposition of man and woman and yeah. in, in, in sexuality, sure. because this bioport representing almost like a genitalia, but not. I mean, it was reminiscent. Yeah. Of one but for it's, sure. but to me, it's, it's almost like plugging in directly into your, it would plug in directly into your nervous system, yes. which, which, you know, sexual response is all about. Nerve, yeah. nerve endings and, and neural response anyway. Should be. Uh, should be. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a very, very, very strange movie overall. And it was, I mean, and there were some scenes where it was almost like they couldn't control it. You know, that one scene where they actually plug into the game for real the first time and their their characters are forced into this sexual situation because they wanted to heighten the emotional right because their characters response. were written that way yeah, and he, the characters in the game were written that they needed to be overtly sexual at he, that point he, his port he kept he, he was afraid that you know oh what if it gets infected i think it's infected she's right. like oh no it's not infected it's just it's quivering it, right it, it needs it's action quivering. yeah it needs action <laughs> it needs something here yeah. let me warm it up here let me let me kiss it place but um but no, it's you know the, the 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 biggest thing for me is this the fact that they were completely immersed in this game and they completely escaped reality. And so you ask the question, do I think 
I, do I think games are going that way? I think games already have been going that sure. way. Do I think something like that is possible? Actually, I do think it's possible. It's not probable that we'll see it for a while, but I do think it's possible. Because sure. I think all of us, we, we want to escape what we know to be real and do things that we normally wouldn't do and be able to get away with it. I, I think that's very sure. attractive. I, w- I, w- I agree with you. And I think, you know, in movies, are sensationalized uh, what people are afraid can happen. I mean, we talked about that during Dystopia Week. That's a big dystopian thing is that it's co- it's always usually commentary on what people are afraid of. And I don't know if that was Cronenberg's main message, but I think that he was really trying to warn people against, if y'all aren't careful, pretty soon we are not going to know the difference between a video game and reality. And that's a scary thing to me. It is a scary. And I mean, and you've experienced, I mean, I've experienced, I had plenty of friends in college who failed out of college because they would play video games more time. Like when they were awake, they were playing video games pretty much the whole time they were awake and then they'd go to sleep and they'd get up and they'd play video games again. And that was when you saw like the birth of MMORPGs and stuff like that. And like World of Warcraft is, I've played the game. It's a fun game and I don't have anything against the people who play a lot of World of Warcraft, but the people who don't realize the difference between world of Warcraft and reality. I mean, and I, man, we may be losing a lot of fans. Me <laughs> no, no, that's okay. But I think this is a conversation that needs to be had because, uh, what is the average age of a gamer today? Uh, 35, right? That, that's, that's pretty old. That's our age. Yeah. You know? And so, but that's the average age sure. in, don't get me wrong. I I think games are great. I love playing games, but I think there's such a thing as playing too many games. And mm-hmm. I think that I don't think too many games is the point of this movie. But I think what we're trying to articulate is exactly what you said that we have to be careful and discern uh, what is true reality. And if you're what not careful, yeah. these lines get blurred. And I think. I, I don't want to go so far as to say that that we've seen violence perpetrated against society uh, because the you know these kids they spend so much time with video games that they 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 don't know the difference between fantasy and reality. I, I think it doesn't help. Sure, but I think what's more disconcerting is this this fascination with escaping reality, which you can do that in any you can do that with a book, you can do that with a TV show, a movie, but those things have a, a certain amount of time associated with that. Whereas you can spend an inordinate amount of time in a, in a game. And so, and you can have the thing that worries me is that people form relationships in the game and they've never met this person in real life. You know, I know now we're talking more of the MMO, MMORPGs. You like, if you meet people in your guild or stuff like that, and you do a lot of quests and dungeon runs and stuff with these people, and then you talk to them in taverns and stuff like that. I mean, you're just hanging out in the game. You're not actually playing the game. You're sitting in a tavern chatting with these people for hours and hours at a time. That's cool. You know, and that's, I mean, it's an interesting way to meet people for sure. But, but, but is it cool if that stops there? Would they do that right. with these people outside of the right. game? Right. And a lot of people do. And a do lot they? Of people, okay. Oh, that's yeah. cool. No, a lot of cool. people have formed lasting Good. friendships with people that they met in their guild on World of Warcraft, which I think is awesome because just like us in Twitter and stuff like that, there's people that we've met and talked to that we would never, ever have met and talked to if it weren't for Twitter. But a lot of people 
will pretend to be someone that they're not mm. on these games. Therein lies the danger. That's the danger. As long as you're yourself and you don't pretend to be someone that you're not and tell a bunch of bullshit stories about it, totally cool. I mean, that's fine. If that's if you're able to meet people and form relationships that way, I think that's awesome. But just be yourself and don't be ashamed of who you are. I mean, we've said that kind of shit before, but you know, it's just it's easy to pretend to be someone online that you're not. And you can fall. It's too easy. It's too easy. And you it's can fall easy. into a really dangerous trap to where, you know, you have no idea the difference between your reality and your persona that you've created for yourself. Well, part of as extends uh, Allegra's character, they would come out of the game that they're playing and she would be in a very, uh, uh, afterglow, d- afterglow or dazed. Sure. Uh, uh, state where she seemed like if she had, if it was like a fight or flight situation, mm-hmm. she'd be no good. No, it's kind of like when you first wake up, you kind of have to, okay, uh, I gotta get my coffee mm-hmm. and kind of get going. But then she, she's just kind of rolling around on the bed, just like, mm, you know, sure. very sensual, very, very sensual. happy, yeah. but ready to get back into it. And the whole time, yeah, the it's whole like she, time, the whole time is like she did not want to be in reality. She wanted yeah. to be in the game, and so that's what that's what scares me. Is I sometimes have to stop and take a look at, okay, what am I pouring myself into mm-hmm. uh, that is taking me out of you know what I need to be doing, which mm-hmm. is you know a husband, and a father, mm-hmm. uh, an employee, yeah, uh, right? Because we can I dick mean, around at work. Yeah, you know, sometimes what's more important. I'm just yeah. <laughs> just kidding. But, but no, I think it's good to stop and, and take inventory uh, of these things. And sure. If you, ha- if you don't have a lot of responsibilities, that's cool. You can probably get away with playing more games. But yeah. you still, I get back to this idea of being 35 and, you know, what if you've spent a lot of time and then you wake up one morning and you go, oh shit, what am I doing with my life? And, right. and you could have already been doing it for a while mm-hmm. already and be really good at it. Yeah. I but mean, I'm, you've, you've wasted your talent because sure. you've just decided to live inside of something that isn't real, but you've made it real. But right. then I think the question is, is it really real? Right. I mean, and it's not just games. I've like, even before games, I'm sure that kind of shit happened. Like people would, uh, people would watch like nowadays, Netflix is a thing that people will just lose. Themselves you can lose in. yourself. Absolutely. Netflix. I know plenty of people. I mean, that's not true. That you, I don't know. You No. <laughs> you know, no. Where's the mirror? Where's the mirror? I yeah, know I know. Me. Right. Well, I mean, Doggone it. maybe I'm only looking people at myself. Love me. <laughs> they like me. I know they do. <laughs> but I mean, you can, you can watch, you can waste 12, 14 hours watching a show because you're like, huh, they give you 15 seconds to start the next episode. You're like, might as well. Well, it, it, it's built in. Yeah, they do that on purpose. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because yeah. they know what you're going to do. And so, and that, but I mean, TV, books, there's so many ways for you to escape reality. And that's, well, it's okay to, I think it's okay to escape reality every now and then. Oh, absolutely. Sure, I to think take a break from it. I think it's critical. Absolutely. I think you have to. But you don't want to just lose yourself completely. And that's, I think that's a big message in this movie is, I mean, that 
if you lose yourself completely, you'll have no idea the difference between reality and fiction and fantasy. And everybody wants to live in fantasy, but if you take the time to see there and look at your actual reality, it's really not that bad. It could always be worse. It can always be and worse. You can always do plenty to make it better. So you wake up and you don't know if the world that you've woken up in is real. And mm. in that way, that's a, another theme from the matrix. Sure. And so I think that, that that's how those two can be tied together. Sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, matrix is much better and did a much better uh, job, much better job. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I want to take time to talk about webist. Okay. He, his uh, podcast is terrific. He just released episode. I want to say this morning. So it's out to there the today. Uh, it's, it's about the matrix, uh, uh, all three reloaded. Them? Well, it's about three, but more so it's about two and three. Oh, so, wow. uh, reloaded and Which we bag on all the time. We do. But I think Webbist did a masterful job of making the argument and explaining, uh, the importance of reloaded and revolutions in the, overall story that the Wachowskis were trying to say. Sure. Uh, trying to tell. Now, I would ask people to listen to Webbist's episode of It's Terrific about these two movies right. and go watch, watch them again. those two movies. Or for the first time. Because I think what he did actually explains it a lot better in a lot less time than, than the Wachowskis actually did the with their film. So I really appreciated this episode of his podcast hmm. and I highly recommend it. It was very entertaining. Um, I feel like uh, uh, I've been, I don't know. His podcast is really good it and I good. really enjoy it. Uh, it's almost like uh, yeah, we're cheers and he's Frazier. Uh, so that's nice. kind of how I, that's how I feel about it. Right. So we're the drunks that hang out at <laughs> a bar. That's and right. He, and he's radio psychiatrist. That's right. <laughs> uh, so no, it was really, really good. Um, but you know, why do we want to escape reality? Why do you want to escape reality? Uh, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, there's some things about my life that, you know, that I wish it's just don't want to have to deal with sometimes. I get it. You know, sometimes things are just hard and that doesn't mean, and every now and then you want to get away from the difficulty and the hardness and be like, you know what? I'm just going to do something easy that, you know, just take my mind off it for a little bit because I know when I come back, it'll still be here. It's not going to go away. So let's just take a break from it. Cause you know, I need a break, get a little room to breathe. Sure. You know, just some time to think. I mean, I read, ferociously hmm. like i read all the time that's what i do and so but i don't read like autobiographies and shit like that i'm reading science fiction fantasy novels and i, I agree i agree i need to have something that is not something i see every day so yeah it has something to take me out yeah i mean because you know i'm studying you know for this thing i've been working on for a long long time mm -hmm. you know and you want to get away from that and then some of the realities of the difficulties of life, you know, sometimes you're just like, you know what, this shit will be here when I get back. I'm going to take a break from it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Yeah. but you just can't neglect it to the point where it just, it could, it could, it could, if you just neglect it all the way, it could get worse and the consequences could be dire for sure. Well, I think sometimes, sometimes I think that it's very simply, we just want to find happiness. Sure. And you know, sometimes it's just, tough and we're not happy. Uh, but I would also say that 
the amount of time that that sometimes I want to escape from certain things, mm-hmm. run away from certain things. Sure. I always start to begin to wonder, uh, you know, do I do I even know what happiness is, mm-hmm. and is it is happiness even something that I really want? So. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's I weird. I don't know that happiness is something that I want. And the more I've I've been forced to think about this <laughs> shit a lot lately. And I think just contentment is something that yes. I is that I would be thrilled with because I feel a lot of discontent sometimes and just being content in my situation and content with what I have and grateful for what I have would be enough if I could just get to that point, you know what I'm saying? No, I understand. And I think one of the things I'm most content with is the audience of our show. Yes. Some good people. And some great people. I really, really enjoy talking to everyone. Right. I, I, if for no other reason, I would keep doing this forever just to have the conversations that I have on a daily basis. Absolutely. Yeah. And, that is just so awesome. So you guys are awesome. I appreciate you sticking with us. I appreciate you building us up, giving us words of encouragement, sure. listening to us just drone on and on at times about at times stupid to, shit. Yeah, and that's more often than not. <laughs> more often than not. Is this our escape from reality? I think it is. But I mean, we talk about reality. Uh, who knows? But go ahead. I'm sorry. That was an aside. But I'm in a little box. Yeah. In someone's pocket. Yeah. Well, you're in a death trap right now. <laughs> yeah, I am. So. I need to get out of here. Uh, was there anything else we needed to add? Oh, uh, d- check out, just check out As Extends because I think it's worth seeing. It's on Netflix. One of the other things to look out for is I think there's some subtle things that Cronenberg did with the lighting. And uh, there's not a lot of serious character development, but there are some characters that seem cardboard and wooden. But that was the brilliance yes. uh, of the direction of this movie is because they were part of a game and they were waiting for instructions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can see, if you would think back on what you saw, and I think if you watched it again, which I, I don't know if I want to watch it again. I've already seen it yeah, twice. I don't know but, that I'll ever watch it again, honestly. Um, there are par- parts of the game are parts of the movie where the characters are not consistent with how they've been described as functioning as part of the game. Right. And so those give you clues as to, well, maybe this is part of the game. Maybe. Maybe this is reality. Uh, but then of course it gives us a nice ending at the, at the nice twist at the end. I'm not going to spoil it. It's on Netflix. Uh, if you are a fan of the Matrix or if you're a fan of uh, any mind bending movies, mm. I think Cronenberg. This, if you're a fan of Cronenberg, this is a and you haven't good one seen to see. it, yeah. definitely give it a look. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's all I got. That's uh, uh, yeah. I think next we, week is Ant Man for sure. Is that what um, we're going to talk about? Well, we have to. I yeah, mean, that's true. See that. Yeah, we are going to see it. And uh, whatever else our brains well, can come up with. Yeah, I'll probably bring back the metal minute. Oh, a metal minute. Yeah. Uh, Can we uh, keep it to a minute this time? uh, uh, Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I was really, I really high hopes for the album. And the more I've listened to it, the more I'm like, oh, God. So. And any other segments? Do you guys have any suggestions for uh, segments? Uh, It can be whatever. Surely. Just uh, give a suggestion. We'll be happy to ignore it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We could make it very sensual. It could be like, what does it sound like where you are? 
I'm not familiar with that one. No, I just made that up. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, hey, let's make it. Yeah. What does it taste like where you are? I don't know. That sounds dumb. It sounds dirty. Okay. So let's not do that one. Well, who knows? We may get (laughs) many requests. All right. Well, uh, you can find me, Josh, on Twitter at NthCast. Me, JD, at NthCastMetal. If you want to hear some of our earlier episodes, you can find them at NthCast.com. Truly. Subscribe to us on iTunes, NthCast. iTunes. What is it? NthCast. iTunes.com. Are you going to do it? You know what it is? You're going to do it? You can do it. You can do it? No, you can do it. Can I do it? Please. nthcast.com slash iTunes. Wrong. No, that's right. (laughs) Until next time. We appreciate it.